Welcome to the Peace Church D Group Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Perry, the mobilization pastor and D Group leader at Peace Church. I'm here with Aaron Pierce, our multiplication pastor and leader of our discipleship ministry. This podcast is a resource to encourage, equip, and empower D Group leaders to lead their D Groups well. Welcome back to the Peace D Group Leaders Podcast. Um, we are going to be changing gears a little bit here. We spent the last few episodes talking about how do you deal with problems and challenges in your D group. So we don't want this podcast to just be all about the negative stuff. So, man, we're going to talk about the good stuff now. We're going to talk about something very positive, and that is how do you multiply your group? This is important for a few reasons. Look, the goal of every discipleship group is to develop their members so that they can multiply. Because here's the deal, without multiplication, we stop reaching new people. Preparing your group to multiply, it takes intentionality, and it can't be something that's just added on at the very end of your group's time together. So it's something you're talking about from the very beginning. So Aaron, man, can you just kind of walk us through, how do you multiply your D group? Yeah, it's, it's like what you said. This is probably one of the biggest, uh, it's like a good thing to multiply, but it's a very hard thing to do. And it takes a lot of intentionality. And so I want to just preface by saying everything we're going to say in these next two episodes that walk you through the practical steps to multiply your group is found in a new resource we've developed called the Multiply Guide, uh, their Discipleship Group Multiply Guide. It's on our website. Um, We also will have that available like in hard copies in the office. And so if you want to get your hands on that, everything we say is coming out of that just as a refresher. You can have that there. So... With that said, there's really like three primary goals you should have in terms of setting up your group to multiply. And we break these goals up by the time at which they take place during your group. So we're just assuming, let's say you have a D group for 12 months, right? Some will be a little longer, some may be shorter, but generally speaking, you have a a group for 12 months. So we're saying the goals are broken up into those 12, uh, into segments within that 12 month period. So with that said, Here's the first goal that you need to set to make sure that your group is prepared to multiply. The first goal is simply identifying potential leaders. This should take place within maybe the first three or four months or so of your group um, because, you know, a group that's new, it's formed together, you're still learning each other, you're getting used to each other. And so what your goal here is from the outset of the start of your group is just to say already be thinking as a leader, how do I find, you know, who, who may have the potential to lead? And, you know, hopefully over time you're going to develop the other guys or girls in your group that may not show that potential right off the bat, but you're just kind of thinking the first few months, here's what I'm looking at. And so, again, that's in the first three months. Here's some action steps to take for this goal to see that happen. This is going to blow your mind. Number one is pray. What? Who would have thought it, right? Here's the simple truth. If you're wanting to multiply your group, it's going to take God's Spirit working on their hearts to help them see the vision to make disciples. You can't instill that in them. You can't, you know, make them see that it's a God thing. And so pray at the beginning of your group and say, God, I'm obviously praying for my group as they grow and develop. But man, God, already show me who's, who's potential to lead, who has potential to, that I can pour into very early on because that way you're already like setting the expectation and praying towards multiplication Um, rather than waiting on it to happen. So that's the first action step. Number two, be intentionally observant of your group members. So don't just go through the motions of leading the group, but actually kind of pay attention in your group meetings of not just who answers what and that kind of thing, but really who's showing potential. And so 
Uh, Brad, just curious, like what does that look like, or maybe some thoughts on that? Actually, that's what I was going to ask you, Aaron. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, like, what are as you talk about, you know, intentionally being observant of your group members. Are there certain things that you're looking for as you're observing? Yeah, I think for one is just like faithfulness to the group, like and the group activities. So you know, somebody that's consistently coming, that's involved, they do their hear journals regularly. They they share, um, you know, just faithful in that part. The other side of it is they're participating in terms of like the sharing and vulnerability. So a leader is somebody that's going to be comfortable enough to share openly with people. And so, you know, I'm looking for somebody that, man, they're already really opening up about their life. They're already really honest. And the other one, this is like really vague, so this isn't going to be helpful, but there's just like a tangible sense of hunger. Like they want to grow. There's this desire and they just show that early on. And so, you know, that, that doesn't mean they're ready to lead. It just means they have potential. You can see this person takes it serious. They're not just showing up to the group. Um, so, yeah, good question. And so just make sure you're observing that and looking for that in these first three months. As you get to know each other, you're already looking and thinking, man, who's somebody that stands out? Number three, action steps. Be patient. So relationships take time. You are not going to wake up your first group meeting and be like, oh, man, this dude is the next leader. You might have that. But odds are you're not. And so just take time. Like, don't rush this. As you pray, ask God to reveal to you who he wants you to pour into and within the group who could be that first potential person you're starting to sort of mentor into that. And so just be patient. Take your time. Don't rush. It's not meant to be something that's, like, super fast, right? Um, and so that's the third action step. And the last action step in this first goal, mention the goal of multiplication occasionally within your group. You know, you don't have to do it every time, but just kind of from the outset. And so, I don't know, I was just going to ask you, Brad, how do you find that's, like, beneficial? What, what does that look like, maybe? Have yeah. you done that even? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I From the very outset, I told them, hey, look, this is some of the things that we want to accomplish through our time together. Like, that kind of initial meetings. Like, one of the things you want to see is we want to see you multiply. And so, from meeting number one, I'm already putting it in their heads. And then other things I'm doing is just as we're going, especially when we get to the end, like the prayer time. You know, who's somebody that needs to hear this? Um, who's somebody in your life that you want to share the gospel with? Who's somebody in your life you feel like God's calling you to disciple and mentor? And so we'll start praying for people specifically according to them. And so then you kind of develop, hey, maybe that's your D group. Maybe that's how God wants you to multiply out of here as you start meeting with those guys. Yeah. I have even caught like just vision drip. Right, like you're just kind of dripping those ideas of, hey, we're not just here for each other; we're here to multiply. I constantly will say, even in my groups, like we'll talk through something. Um, you know, they might have a question, and I'll say, hey, when you guys lead your own group, here's how I would handle this. Mm-hmm. And I'm just putting those seeds so that they have that expectation, right? And you're doing that from the beginning, so this is that first goal. Um, so that's the first goal: is the first three months you're kind of looking for people to identify. The second goal, um, which is where we'll, we'll end our episode on this, talking through this goal, um, is beginning to share leadership. So this happens after about three or four months, all the way up until, you know, really the end of your group. But uh, in the same way, it's going to happen about months three to nine within a 12-month group. And so what that looks like is when you're beginning to share leadership, it's just literally meaning I'm, I'm actually going to move from seeing who these potential leaders are to actually letting them get some practice. So here's action steps, four action steps for this one, and then we'll wrap up here um, in part one. The first action step towards this goal, and I'm going to say this, by the way, before we jump in the action steps, you'll notice this is a long duration. 
So we're saying between months three and nine, this is taking place because depending on where your group is, you may not have somebody that's ready at month four to try to lead a meeting. You may need more time, or you may have a couple and you got to work with the rest. And so all that to say, this is a long duration, um, kind of a long game plan. But uh, back to the action step. So the first one is have a conversation with the group members that show some leadership potential. So this should be really obvious, but like if you're going to help them lead and step into it, start by speaking that into them. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, don't just say hey, one day, hey, why don't you lead? You know, that's very like casual. That's kind of disengaged. Rather go to somebody one-on-one after group meeting and say, hey, man, like, I see potential in you. Like, I don't think you may realize this, but you yeah. could be a great leader and sort of encourage them in that. And so, I think that's important because I think a lot of people, they come into this just doubting themselves. A lot of people, I, mean, I don't think I could do this. Yeah. And so you just going and having that conversation is going to build them up so much to think, well, dude, maybe I can do this. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's, it's speaking it almost into their life so that they see it as, wow, I can do this. And so simply have that conversation. You've maybe at this point identified one, two, you know, maybe you have a group of all of them that could do this, but odds are you're probably just going to have one or two that stand out early. And so, yeah, have that conversation. Um, So that's the first action step. The second one is plan for them to lead a group meeting. So after you've encouraged them, you kind of said, hey, I think you could lead a group meeting sometime. Maybe we'll talk about that in the future. Just plant those seeds. You've encouraged them. Now actually plan it out for them to do it. And this is really important because this actually happens a lot, or I hear this a lot. Don't plan for them to lead a meeting that you're not there first. Mm -hmm. Do it while you're there. Like you're you're telling them they're not the sub. You're telling them like, hey, you have the ability to do this. Plus, it gives you the chance to kind of evaluate and watch how they do this. And, And so plan for them to lead a group meeting when you're there, especially the first time. And of course, anytime you're not there, you can have them sub, right? But that first time ought to be with you present. Mm -hmm. And so you just let them walk through it. And there's, you know, within the group leader starter kit that we give all of you, and it'll be on the website as well, they have the little template outline for the meeting. But if they've been doing this for a few months with you, they know the rhythm of how y'all's group work. And, and that's so, the thing. And the cool thing about day groups is it's so informal. Yeah. You know, it's just so laid back. So it's not like I got to follow this lesson plan. Like if you're a substitute <laughs> teacher, you know, that teacher leaves you a lesson plan. Do this, do this, do this. This is way more natural. Anyway. Right. And they've seen you do it, do it for so yeah. long. They should be able to just pick it up because it's simple, right? Um, that's just there more for your help if it helps them. Um, So after you've had the conversation, you've planned for them to lead, the third action step for this goal is debrief with them after they lead. This is the most important step for sure in this process. Don't just let them lead, but actually meet with them and kind of talk through it. We've put a list of questions actually in the Multiply Guide to kind of help guide you. So here's just some like quick ones, um, a a few examples. We'd be like, once you meet with them, just say, hey, how did you feel like today went? You know, how did you feel like you led or, or what made you, what do you feel like went well? What do you feel like God did through you today? How did you feel with it? And then even ask them what was challenging? What was uncomfortable for you, right? Because you're helping them identify, okay, here's where I'm struggling. Here's where I'm not confident in leading all of those things. And then you guys just dialogue about it. I mean, you don't, you know, don't make it a negative thing. Like don't sit there and criticize, let them answer what they felt uncomfortable. And obviously if there's something like, that just went really bad, or they bombed something, you know, whatever, tell them it's okay, right? It's their first time. That's why you're letting them do it here, because there's not the pressure of them leading their own group yet. Look, man, when you were praying, at the end of your prayer, you said amen and a woman. Like, we shouldn't do that. Like, you know, that's probably not the best thing to do as you lead this group. So, 
Next time, just say amen. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, any small heresies, just go and work it out now. You know, yeah. no big deal. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, I mean, really encourage them and help them. And then I always would love to end that conversation with how can I best help you going forward? And then tell them, like, if you feel like, especially if they, for whatever reason, felt discouraged about it, tell them, like, you realize you've only done this one time. It's only going to get better. And so continue to encourage them in that debrief. Um, And then the last action step. So we've had the conversation, we plan, we debrief with them. Just create more opportunities for anyone to lead as your group progresses. So again, that's why this is months three through nine. You got six, seven months of this goal you're trying to achieve. Whoever that first person is that leads, that showed potential, it will encourage the rest of your group to say, wow, I can lead this. Like, that's not the leader. That's not the person that started the D group. This is just one of us that's now stepped into leading. And it just sets the tone of expectation to everybody that they can lead. And so use that as momentum to continue to encourage the rest of your group and help them grow and develop so that you can eventually help them become participants um, in leading and not just participants within the group. And so um, just wrapping all that up, those are the first two goals. And the next episode, we'll give a little more detail to the final goal because it's much more um, intensive related to kind of setting your group at the end up uh, to multiply. Awesome, man. So just to give us a quick recap on this, talking about how to multiply your groups. First goal is you want to identify those potential leaders. Look at those people who are faithful. um, They're vulnerable, and you're seeing growth there. And then the second goal, uh, begin sharing leadership with them. Start breathing life into them, saying, hey, I see this potential in you. I think you could lead a group, and then start giving them some of that responsibility. Awesome. Thank you, Aaron. We're going to come back on the next episode with part three of how to multiply your D group. We out. Peace.